So just to be clear, like this month, basically, you're at 60,000 a month forward looking. That would put you obviously at 720,000 in run rate, ARR run rate. Exactly. That's great. Okay. Then those three customers are paying more than 160,000 per year, right? Well, we have our old ones that come along too. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sarah Thunberg. She's the co-founder and CEO of a company called Geospeza, which she founded after more than a decade in emergency management and public health in order to transform the way climate risk decisions are made. She leads the teams, the interdisciplinary team at Geospeza on developing data-driven, evidence-based solutions, models, and processes that reduce risk and enhance resilience. All right, Sarah, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Okay, very cool. So just to be clear, you are co-founder. You are leading the company. When did you launch the company? What year? Correct. Uh, in January 2018. Okay, so fairly so new. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, just about our second birthday. And explain to us, maybe give us a customer story. How's a customer using you? Sure, absolutely. So um, an example would be one of our customers is a large multinational brewer. Um, and they face huge climate pressures on several fronts. First, uh, grain requires a lot of water. It's very intensive. And then their transportation processes require uh, shipping on, for example, the Rhine River, which is highly in flux, unpredictable things happening as a result of climate change. So in the case of this brewer, they would uh, look at all of their various complex supply chain elements, evaluate them in the context of various hazards, drought, uh, sea level rise, uh, unpredictable flooding, and then make a plan within the application about what they could do to reduce that risk, and then evaluate in real time if those strategies are meeting their revenue targets, their emissions targets, their service targets, whatever those might be. Interesting. Okay. And what do they pay? I mean, what's your average customer pay per year to use this? Yeah. So we have two products. We went to market originally with a GovTech product. This is where you go, ooh, GovTech. Uh, <laughs> but it worked out great. We have uh, lots of government customers who really love us, uh, right about $15,000 a year. And then starting in August, we went to market with an enterprise SaaS product serving 12,000 companies, benchmarking right at $160,000 a year. Okay. Sorry. You cut out right when you said that. How many? Sorry. $160,000 a year. Across how many folks in the enterprise? Uh, it, what, uh, how many customers do we have? Sorry, I think you, you said another number before the 160. Ah, so GovTech, about $15,000 a year. 
enterprise, 160. So our move from GovTech to enterprise, global 2000 companies, 10xing our revenue. Interesting. I wonder why you move though. So give me a sense of kind of what you moved away from. So on that GovTech product, are we talking like five customers or 500 or what was the size there? 11. Uh, so still pretty modest, but uh, as you can imagine, that that sales cycle is a tough one. Um and we started getting huge amounts of cold inbound from very large corporations asking us to help them with their climate risk management. And uh, we we explored that and then went to market in August. And we have three customers at that $160,000 point, uh, 28 global 2000s in our sales pipeline after a net new. So either in demo or sales negotiation stages, really making progress. Interesting. Okay. So let's, let's unpack all of this real quick. Yeah. 11 customers on GovTech product at 11 or 1500 per year. That's like call it 16 to 20 grand in ARR. You Correct. made the decision and said, you know what? Well, hold on. Did you make the decision you want to move away from that? Or you started getting inbound and you said we should switch to this new thing that people are asking us for. Correct. We, we really heard the market signal and we got just a ton of inbound, a ton of asks. We did a really um, structured exploration. I talked to 25 CEOs and CFOs and risk managers and said, what exactly are you missing? What is it that you need? And it was clear that we had a start to that and we, we could meet that need. So we really shifted to, to meet the opportunity. Who was the first one that cold emailed you? Which company? Uh, Japanese Deloitte, I think was the first one. Okay. And what did Um, the email say? Like, what was the subject line? Do you remember? uh, We're working with a property and casualty insurer. What can you do to help them with their uh, sea level rise risk? And And they actually turned out to be our first customer. You wrote back and said, did you ask, how did you hear about us and what'd they say? Correct. Uh, so we've we've found out that there's three primary ways that people have, have found us. One, just a straight Google search, which baffles my mind that huge enterprise companies are searching for uh, innovation through Google, but cool. Um, what do they also, search? What term do you rank for? Uh, climate risk, flooding risk, disaster, lots of disaster. Um, and then the other two ways are Bloomberg did a piece on us in the spring, which just generated huge amounts of inbound. And then also I spoke at The Economist in London over the summer, and that also has been incredibly powerful. Um, how did you land the Bloomberg piece? They reached out to us. And they must, I mean, do you know how they found you or why they asked you? I think one of our competitors suggested us as competition. And then that reporter was like, oh, cool. What are you guys doing? And then <laughs> I, I'm always happy to talk to a reporter. So uh, sure. Yeah, let's let's chat. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. So the Bloomberg piece and the Economist piece in the summer of 2019, you think generated some of this inbound, like the one from uh, Japanese Deloitte? Correct. And, and Europe and all sorts of companies. Yeah. Okay. So now three customers, 13 grand Correct. a month, uh, or 160 a year. So what is that like five, 600 grand in ARR? Uh, so we're right about 12,000 in, uh, no, sorry, 60 K, uh, in monthly recurring. Yep. We'll hit about 500 K this year with sites set on, on 1.5 million next. So just to be clear, like this month, basically, you're at 60000 a month forward looking. That would put you obviously at 720000 in run rate, ARR run right. rate. Exactly. That's great. Okay. Then those three customers are paying more than 160000 per year, right? Well, we have our old ones that come along too. Oh, got it. Got it. Fair enough. We still service them. They're wonderful. That's great. Okay. Now, did you, just to calculate growth rate, did you have any revenue exactly a year ago? Oh, I think we maybe had like, I don't know, 30,000 in annual recurring. 
an annual. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, yeah base basically now they call it two grand a month. Now you're doing, <laughs> sure. si- now you're doing 60 grand a month, a little different. Correct. Huge difference. <laughs> Bootstrapped or raised? No, we've raised, so we did Techstars Boulder, raised a little bit on that note. And then in total over the lifetime of the company, we've raised a million. Um, and we also have been really successful at non-dilutive. Uh, so we've gotten through pitch competitions. You can see this check back here. How much does it say? Check. I can't, 4,000 or 40? I think it's 4,000. That's good. Uh, but in total, we've raised 500,000 in non-dilutive. We have 3 million under consideration now. We've really leveraged uh, grants, prizes, pitch competitions, all of those things. They should not be underestimated. Yeah. Okay. So just to be clear, a million in equity raised? Correct. 500,000 on top of that in non-dilutive grants? Correct. And looking right now at 3 million in new grants right now, all non-dilutive? Correct. Fascinating. Which government or entity? Uh, so we've done well with National Science Foundation. Um, also, just I pitched a lot for a year. So whether it's South by Southwest or female pitch competitions, they come with a lot. I won $100,000 in the Chloe Capital competition. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, fill, fill out the team for me. How many folks on the team? Seven. Okay. How many engineers? Five. Okay. Any quota carrying sales reps or just you? Uh, I have, no, I have a sales team mate. Neither of us carry a quota. We measure our net on net new meetings, but uh, not quota at this point. I have a big prediction that five to 10 years from now, Sonic brands are going to be more valuable than logos, physical logos you put on your website. Why? Well, as you guys know, the world has changed around us over the past several months. And many people, as they're working remote, they are doing more walking in the woods. They're spending more time with their families at home. They have more free time to reflect and just consume content. And because of this, I think audio consumption will continue to increase. But nobody thinks about your audio brand. If no one ever sees your website, but they only hear you, Is there some little four-second brand you have where they always know it's you that represents your brand? Most people don't have this yet. So I started getting mine set up. What I do is I capture a bunch of sounds that I like and I put them in a little Word doc. I then use a tool called Fiverr, which is basically a big marketplace of freelancers. It's pricing's really clear, everything's up front, so I'm never in the dark. I upload these sounds to people that do sonic branding on Fiverr. Some are as cheap as five bucks, some as expensive as a couple hundred bucks. But I give the same product to a couple of them, I see what they all come back with, and then I'm gonna pick one to actually use and put here live on the podcast. Now I'm doing this right now, so it was a beautiful thing when Fiverr said, Nathan, we love to sponsor the show. So we are big fans of Fiverr already. We're thrilled they're a sponsor. Find your talent today at fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order using our code TOP. That's T-O-P. All the digital services you need are in one spot at F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Code TOP. Again, that's fiverr.com code TOP. And don't just go to fiverr.com because then you don't get the 10% off. Make sure you go to fiverr.com and use code TOP to get that 10% discount on whatever you need to build your online brand. What do you set that at, right? You said 28 folks in the pipeline. I mean, what do you set you and your sales buddy? How many demos do you want to do per month? How much inbound do you need to get that demo target? Yeah, so we measure via net new meetings and we uh, target 40 net news a month. We feel like that's a flow we can handle. um, And then that's yielding the results we want. I would say since we've only been at this new enterprise uh, scenario since August, we don't yet know exactly how the metrics are going to shake out. Um, we're seeing it working. I think Q1 will be a real inflection point for us. Interesting. Any plans to raise additional capital besides the grants? 
We'll see. Yeah. I think, uh, again, Q1, seeing how it goes, seeing how much revenue we can get and then what we service a global customer base. And so I think there might be a need to fundraise to fund some global expansion. Uh, yeah. Are you guys profitable right now or burning cash to grow? No burning cash to grow. (laughs) How do you mind me asking how much, how much can you sleep with? Uh, Oh, I can sleep with a lot. Uh, <laughs> as long as I can raise it, I can spend it as long as it's sufficient. But yeah. uh, we're burning about 50K a month. Okay, that's net burn or gross? Net burn. Okay, so your bank's going down by 50 grand a month, even after yeah. revenue. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so, so and, and revenue is, again, somewhere up there around 60 per month. So you're spending total each month about $110,000. Exactly. Okay, any marketing channels that are really working for you? Conferences spend, sponsorships? Yeah, so I am an invited guest, a speaker at conferences at least once a month, which is really a great strategy because usually you don't have to pay to go if you're a speaker on the agenda. It's good to be uh, deeply experienced in the field you're working on. Also, we have unbelievable, surprisingly shocking success with LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Uh, we get great contacts. We've we've honed in really closely on our sales persona and their titles, and we What's just What's the title? Great- uh, supply chain sustainability lead manager director, but really those are the three words. They demonstrate for us that um, so in a in a recent survey of global two thousand CEOs, eighty uh, percent said they believed that climate change was an existential threat to their business because of supply so, chain management. Correct, that really can disrupt or or investment management, whatever those pieces are. So that's that sales persona for us means that the climate change risk is moved out of marketing. Um, and moved really into enterprise risk management, a core business component. Hmm. I love that. Okay, good. So LinkedIn sales navigator is working. Are you doing any paid stuff anywhere? Paid nope. marketing sales? Nope. Okay, so most of that expense is headcount. Correct. Almost exclusively. We're an AI company, so really deep tech. We have a lot of development that we do. Yeah. Five, too, en- five engineers. So Probably too, e- too early to talk about churn and expansion, correct? So we've only lost one customer, a uh, GovTech customer. Job change, they left, but so so far so good. Pretty early though, we'll see. Yeah, but I mean that's probably I mean that's less than five percent of your revenue because they're only paying eleven hundred fifteen hundred bucks a year. Exactly. Yeah, interesting. Any expansion revenue? Like you sign up an enterprise customer at hundred grand a year, they've already expanded one hundred eighty grand a year. Not yet, but we have uh, new features rolling out, new product rolling out. We anticipate that to be a huge part of our our go to market strategy. We'd like to get these uh, uh, subscriptions up in the million dollar range within twenty four months. And what? What pricing axes do you think you can upsell against? Is it a feature-based upsell, a utility-based upsell, a seat-based upsell? I think it's a feature-based, a product-based. So we have this sort of core product offering. You want integrations. You want advanced data capabilities. You want more AI. One of the things we've really invested deeply in is a, a mitigation or resilience strategy AI component. So if you have an idea, we have this huge risk, what do we do? We essentially have a a smart recommendation engine that does really robust cost benefit analyses. That's a really high level feature that, that we think people will pay for. Got it. So fast forward three years from now, your prediction is you will have less customers, but paying much larger accounts. You won't be like a million customers paying 10 bucks a month. We, uh, a million dollars a year, uh, 50 customers would be great. Let's move towards a thousand customers. Yeah. That Definitely. sounds good. Do you have a sense of what it costs you fully weighted yet to get a $160,000 ACV account? We don't. No, yeah. not yet. It's too not early. as much as, not as, yeah, too early. Uh, not crazy though. And uh, in the true SaaS model, cheaper as we go. 
Yeah. Very good. All right. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, Powerful by Patty McCord. Loved that. Changed everything I thought about a team. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh, Martha Stewart. She's my number one. Always will be. Always has been. I've subscribed to her magazine since my very first job when I was 15. I think she is the first female CEO who really created a category and executed on it beautifully. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Oh, HubSpot. Gosh, uh, they are incredibly generous to early stage startups. They give and give and give and are so kind. Uh, Yeah, love them. Number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Uh, Six to eight, depending. I try hard. That's good. That's all that matters. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I am partnered with three kids. I have three sons, 11, nine, and four. Busy, busy, busy. Okay, and do you mind me asking how old you are? I am 39. Take us home. Just one, a uh, Denver's uh, 40 under 40, 40 under 40, squeaking in with like a quarter left. <laughs> you got, I was going to say, you got like, you got like, well, I don't know how, how close you are, but you got maybe four to 12 months left in that, right? Exactly. It was like, whoo, right under. <laughs> All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Oh, don't take that student loan. Not worth it. Don't do it. How big, how many, how much in student loans did you have? Oh gosh. I don't know how much is left. I think until I went out of state for undergrad and graduate, I probably had $250,000 to start. Yeah. Don't recommend it. Don't do it. It's not worth lot. it. It's a lot. Guys, geospeza.us helping big brands manage their supply chain risk by looking at climate data. They're burning and spending about $110,000 per month right now as they look to scale, but they have three customers at $170,000, $160,000 ACV. So call it half million bucks in ARR, hoping to double, triple that year over year. Team size of seven people, a million raised in equity, another 500000 bucks in grants being considered for another $3 million as well from like the National Science Foundation. Too early to talk about economics. They've only lost one early customer that was just paying... 1100 bucks per year. But in the meantime, Sarah, we're rooting for you. And thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks.